Hey everyone, it's Cece and Naja coming to you live and direct in real life. Hi. Hello. I know y'all mad at us because we said we was going to come back sooner and then we went like, what, another month? Yeah. It was the summertime. We were having fun. Summer break. Yeah. We had to enjoy ourselves even though we weren't. We were just, our schedules were still not really. (laughs) But we are going to do better, we promise. Yes. So we actually have planned this devotional, not devotional, podcast for a while, which is kind of a devotional, but... um. We were thinking about doing a series on David. Mm-hmm. And so when we started researching David, it was a while ago, we were like, all these women. Mm-hmm. And she was really, Naja was really excited at first. She's like, I love David. Because mm-hmm. you know, David was a man after God's own heart. And he's very popular. And yeah. he is a very likable person. But as you read it, you also realize he struggled. Yeah, he struggled. I mean, everyone struggled. And everyone knows of David's indiscretions. But... I started to think about how his indiscretions affected those around him. Mm -hmm. And so over our next two podcasts, we're going to talk about just that. We're going to talk on this one about Bathsheba Mm -hmm. and the next one about one of his daughters. Yeah. But today we're going to talk about Bathsheba. And before we get into that, we're going to do a pray in. Okay. Um, I'll go ahead and say the prayer. Okay, Lord, I thank you, Jesus, for this opportunity to come before you, read your word. Lord, thank you for leaving it for us to read and to be entertained and also to learn, Lord, from the lives and mistakes of people before us, Lord, and also to learn that there is no amount of sin that will separate us from your love and how you come after us even yes, when Lord. we aren't coming after you. So thank you, Jesus, for this example. I pray that you use us. I pray that you uh, lead our words and, and our discussion, Lord, mm-hmm. so that it may touch the hearts of those listening. Yes, Lord. And ours as well. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Amen. So normally we say something, but I want to start with the question right now. Because she is, got a lot of them. I do, <laughs> but this is like a really serious question, y'all. Have y'all ever wondered how Bathsheba feel, felt? during that whole time where she was bathing then david came to get her slept with her got her pregnant killed her husband she lost her child like have y'all ever wondered how she felt because the story is basically about david Mm -hmm. but she is a really big factor in this scenario and so we've done a lot of research (laughs) about and we've heard a lot of other people's opinions but in commentary yeah so we're gonna be talking about what we've read what we personally feel and this is of course all speculation not all but we do have context from history and And laws and you know rules of the time and when we were talking about this before um naja mentioned Mm -hmm. that you know it's so kind of you know vague um but i was telling her i don't think that well obviously we all know that god doesn't do anything by mistake nope i feel like part of the reason that it is so vague because there are so many lessons to be had from you know from this um from this passage even even in its vagueness it's like you can see so many glimpses of yourself and of society and so mm-hmm. yeah that is true mm-hmm. and i do want to say when people think that times have changed i think technology has changed but people are the same oh yeah ain't nothing new under the sun yeah solomon said hey solomon <laughs> solomon they sun said right that. hey 
So Bathsheba, we find Bathsheba bathing. Yes, and I just imagine Bathsheba is uh, got her hair out and she's, you know, <laughs> being extra. Yeah, being extra, lubing herself up and just, you know, whatever. And David comes out and sees her. David on the roof, y'all. Mm-hmm. What? <laughs> so Bathsheba. Why can David see you from his roof? That is a good question. <laughs> like, why can't he see her on the roof? And then another thing Naja mentioned while we were studying, she was like, she was cleaning herself from, from her, her menses. Yeah, her yeah. menstrual. So that, and then when I said that, Cecily was like, that was a common practice. So we looked it up and... Yeah, your period don't come by surprise. No. Unless, so, unless you've been doing some things. Why? <laughs> and granted that David wasn't where he was supposed to be either because his yes. whole team... His army, his people, they were all out fighting in a war. And that's where Bathsheba's husband was. You're yes. right. See, I, I understand why you had a lot of questions. David, yeah. why aren't you at war? You're the king. Yeah, so you're the king. You're chilling, hanging out. And this is where my first point comes in. When you're somewhere you shouldn't be, you often do things you shouldn't do. So that's we researched some things. And Bathsheba actually was somewhere she wasn't supposed to be. Either, yeah. Because why are you out in the open where people can see you bathing? Now, granted, we don't know exactly where she was, but he shouldn't have been able to see her that clearly, her whole yes, body. Yeah. And that's something that you do that's something that you do regularly. And if the law is they have so many laws that are about like, you know, you need to clean yourself. Uh you shouldn't be or even around a woman when she's yeah. unclean. There are so many laws in the Bible and back in the old testament that really are that strictly outline what you should do after your period that the whole fact that she was bathing is because it was a part of the law yeah so if this is something that you regularly do then you know it should be something that should be regularly done in, in private. private i yeah. mean we still ain't going out bathing in public you know that's not something that someone should be able to easily observe you doing mm-hmm. and even if she just got caught up and was just seen you know by mistake yeah. still that should let you know we were talking before mm-hmm. the devil comes to still kill and destroy you make sure that you don't ever let your guard down because mm-hmm. look at the situation she ended up in yeah and i've always felt bad for her because then david takes her out of her house mm-hmm. and he said go get her go see about her <laughs> knowing that's one of your officer's lives mm-hmm. we're not talking about david leave my man alone today but <laughs> He takes her and sleeps with her and gets her pregnant, of course. So his her husband, Uriah, y'all know the story, comes back. David tried to trick him to go sleep with his wife. He don't come back. He sins for him. Yeah, that's true. He does. I think, doesn't he find out she's pregnant? No, he doesn't. He never found out. No, David, no, no. I mean, David found out she yeah. was pregnant. And so then she was like, oh, well, let me go get her husband. Yeah. Because if... She just up and pregnant. Her husband out been out fighting. Then obviously people are going to be like, you know, they're going to start asking yeah. questions. So he went to get him and got him drunk and was <laughs> like, hey, get drunk, da, da, da. And Uriah doesn't go home. Uriah sleeps. I think he says he sleeps outside. He sleeps somewhere that wasn't home. Yeah, no, he, so, he got him drunk and he's talking to him and, and we get to a glimpse of his character and you mm-hmm. see how he has so much character and, you know, so much integrity. And then after he gets him drunk, gets him a little loose, he does send him home. He says, go, you know, go lay with your wife. And what does Uriah say, girl? Uriah says, how can I enjoy my wife, enjoy all this time when my brothers, my people, my soldiers are out there fighting? A leader. And that makes you question how David was. Right, because David in the palace sleeping with other people. Why? You're the king and you're chilling. 
And he doesn't even, he has so much honor and integrity that he's like, I can't even do that if my people are not doing that. Yeah. And so David again was like, hey, why don't you stay an extra day? Gets him drunk again and tries to get him to stay again. And he still doesn't do it. So you all know the story. He sends him off to the war, tells Joab to get him killed. Uriah gets killed. And here we come with Bathsheba again. Bathsheba has to mourn her husband's death. Yeah. Do you think like... I've always wondered, like, one, we don't know her intentions. One, she could have been like, yeah, I get to, you know, mm-hmm. be with the king. Or she could have been like, I have to, mm-hmm. you know, because he is my king. I can't say no to him or I would die or my husband could die. Yeah. So regardless, she was in a bad situation and it got her husband killed. So I'm sure in her mourning period, because you have to mourn during the customs of that time when someone dies, you have to mourn. Yeah. But I really think internally she was mourning too because no one wants their love of their life to die and so then david after he kills him he ends up marrying her and then they have their baby so what happened cecily y'all nathan come in (laughs) nathan is advisor he come in and he's like he tells him this story and it's basically i don't remember the story you know verbatim but he basically tells him a story that is depicting what he has done but using other analogy yeah yeah. it was an analogy um and david is furious david's like character in the story david's like man he should die for what he's yeah he needs to be punished four times over or something like that and nathan was like it's you (laughs) you've done this you did this it's not good in the eyes of the lord and, and basically he prophesied and said because of what you've done your child will not live mm-hmm. and what else did he say that your household oh, still yes. the sword he said the sword will never depart from your household yeah we're gonna talk more about that with tamar next yeah. time mm-hmm. but he basically tells him and it, he says more than just that but that part uh second samuel twelve ten really stuck with me when he said the sword will never depart from your household and he starts talking about how it's just going to be so much strife and and just all this corruption in your family Mm -hmm. um so put a pin in that but basically uh Bathsheba carries this baby to term Mm -hmm. she carries this baby to term and um she has the baby and then David he starts to well does he does he start fasting and praying Mm -hmm. before she has the baby no during the uh no after he has the baby after she has the baby I don't remember. I think it's after, and then when he died, he stopped. And they asked, mm-hmm. why did he do that? Yeah. He was like, I was just seeing if God would, Maybe you he know. would listen to me. Yeah. So Bathsheba now loses a child. Now, David lost a child, but Bathsheba lost a child. Like she said, she she carried the baby to turn. Yes. It lived for seven days. She probably held it, fed it, yeah, did everything she, she could. she met this baby. Yeah. Um, but even, even if you have give birth to a stillborn baby, you know, carrying a baby to term you felt this baby grow from a mustard seed from nothing really mm-hmm. you felt it grow and kick and move inside of you you went through labor mm-hmm. you labored for this child mm-hmm. and then beyond that you get to meet this child hold it love it kiss it and mm-hmm. he falls ill and dies Bathsheba had to feel it some kind of way uncertain illness they mm-hmm. even know why it died and what kind of illness it had poor baby but I come to my next question. Have you ever been, in real life, have you ever been caught up in other people's mess then it became yours? Ooh. That poor baby. And you know what the Bible says? It says sin visits uh, families to the seventh generation. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know. I We really have no idea what 
happened and Bathsheba's mind, right? Yeah. But she was caught up in David's sin. Yeah. But it, it was her sin, too. It was. It was it her was. sin, too. And that's why I think she she had to carry that baby. Because she could have not gotten pregnant. Mm-hmm. She could have that she could have miscarried. Mm-hmm. But not only did she carry it to term, she, she, like, she gave birth to that baby. Yeah. Like, you know birth the way we give birth as women is a part of eve's curse yeah we feel that pain and um i just can't imagine how she felt to meet this child and to know that i have to return him to the lord yeah because of my indiscretion oh and my husband's but we we just don't know how she if she was actually you know looking for a come up with david or if she felt threatened thought she was gonna lose her life yeah and cecily said something earlier like what would y'all do? Like, if she was forced to sleep with David, would you rather die and lose your life or I sleep think with that, the king? Yeah, but I think that there are people out there of such high character, just like Uriah, yeah. that they would rather die. Or they would rather trust that the Lord will deliver them from that situation because they know they're standing by his word. Yeah. So mm-hmm. it's a matter of faith. But it also was lawful to obey your king. But the Bible says... Yes, obey the laws unless the laws tell you to disobey me. Mm, Our ultimate king is Jesus. It's God. So she knew. You always have a choice. Don't let the devil tell you you don't got no choice. You always have a choice. Hey, y'all. That's a tough one. And we are strong. And I want to mention the meaning of her name, which is super funny. It's not funny. It's just so ironic. ironic. Her name means daughter of the oath. (laughs) That she she couldn't uphold. She got married to Uriah, had an oath. And then she got married to David. And that's another oath. oath later. Oh, yeah. After yes. they were married. And then. Mm-hmm. So then David made a promise to her somewhere down the line. It's not mm-hmm. mentioned in the Bible when. But in my brain, it was in a moment of passion. He was like, your baby going to be the king. <laughs> it's going to be your baby. <laughs> <laughs> so he gets her pregnant again. Yeah. And we have... He gets her pregnant a few more times, but... He does? Mm-hmm. Oh, well, I thought the next child was Solomon. I mean, I mean, no, I'm saying, but he does have more yeah. kids with her. But yeah, the next child so is Solomon. So he gets her pregnant again, and then we have King Solomon comes out. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I'm sure King Solomon's the love of her life, and he grows up. And we'll get into more of David's children in the Tamar podcast, because <laughs> they're all a mess. They ratchet. But, basically... I don't like this one. His name is too close to mine. But Adonijah. Whatever. <laughs> I didn't know that's why you didn't like his name. I didn't connect. He's that's shady, funny. y'all. First of all, all of David's all kids, kids are shady. All those kids were shady. All those kids were shady. And that's why. Except Tamar. Tamar wasn't shady. Tamar wasn't shady, but she still did caught, get caught up in the sins of her father. Yeah, but it wasn't her fault. She, it wasn't that's, her that's fault. That's a whole, we'll get there. We're going to get there. But just, that one's going to hurt me. But that's a part through. of what you said earlier. Yeah. Like, sometimes there are things that we do that will affect someone else. Yes. And yeah. you need to be, you need to remember that sometimes there are things other people do that affect you. Yeah. But. Ugh. We got to get out of the mess. Because we don't got much time. Yeah. But so, let's talk about Solomon. Yeah. Oh, we've already talked about, y'all remember Solomon yes. and who he was. You know, that's my guy. <laughs> But that also shows generational curses because Solomon had battled lust just like his parents did. He did. Y'all remember he had yeah. a thousand wives and concubines. <laughs> My mom Naja Nasha had a great analogy earlier. She said if David is Drake, then Solomon is future. Is future. Or no, no. Yeah, I did. Or was it the other way around? No, no. it was David was Drake. 
Oh yeah, yeah. Because Just David, David be falling in love with him and kind of you know had a little baby outside of it. <laughs> and, and Solomon, he just wanted to collect them. <laughs> <laughs> I but thought about that earlier. Like, how could I describe them in today's world? Oh, in Drake real life. In real life. But shout so out we to Drake in Future. God loves you. <laughs> he does. He loves everybody. He sure do. Um, so Bathsheba and everyone gets older. David's about to die. Um, he can't even know. keep himself warm. We don't even know who the king's about to be, but Bathsheba knows because in a moment between them two, he told them that Solomon was going to be king. So Adonijah comes and he basically stages a coup. Yeah, and this ain't the first person to try to, no. to, try to usurp the throne. No. But we'll get into that <laughs> yeah. the next podcast. But Adonijah he, got f- what, 50 people running in front of him to... The king. the king is coming yeah <laughs> and so everyone thinks he's the king but david actually decrees solomon the king and that's because his mom is that lady female. yes yeah. she and imagine i don't know if you guys have heard the story of esther but it is a big deal to to be presented in front of the king it is a big deal to go in front of the king and try to speak to him yeah she had even the, as a wife yeah she had the strength and the faith and boldness and the boldness to go in front of him and say, you remember when you promised me that my son would be king. Yep. And then Nathan, he goes back and he reminds him the same thing. So that kind of tells us, too, that David had, even though it's yeah. not mentioned prior, David had mentioned this to them at some point. Mm-hmm. And that comes with that oath, Bathsheba. Her, her name means oath. Yeah. So that's an oath that they took. Hey, okay, now Solomon's going to be king. So Bathsheba went and got Solomon and uh david got all his people and they ordained him yeah at 20 years old he was so young he was 20 i didn't know that oh i looked it up he was 20 he reigned for 39 years he died at 59 um but also the the adonijah he was more popular amongst the people Mm -hmm. he was charming he was favored by the king and and all of this for bathsheba to speak up against all of these obstacles with the faith to know no it's my son yeah i think that speaks about her strength and her redemption. Yeah. It's like, yes, you were this woman who may have been seductive or who may have just been a little ignorant. A but victim either, of circumstance, yeah. Yeah, either way, you were someone completely different yeah. at the beginning of this story. Now look at you, queen mother. Yeah. And like... And she when, became one of the most powerful people in the land. When you're queen mother, back then queen mother was one of the highest... Um, what is it called? Uh, titles you yeah. could hold. And then tell them about what you were saying. About- oh, so I read a little bit further than what we were going to talk about. But what I always, what I thought was amazing was when she would approach Solomon in his throne room, he bowed to her first. Yeah. And, and then she you- sat at his right side. Yes. And you hear Solomon, he talks about his mother in, in mm-hmm, one of Solomon. the many writings mm-hmm. that he, you know, he wrote a lot. He speaks about his mother and how much he you know adores her mm-hmm. and just and i'm sure she her. was just beautiful in her old age yeah. as well and so people probably just because of her boldness and her beauty she was probably mm-hmm. held to a high standard to the people too mm-hmm. so like she said it is a redemption story of Bathsheba. Yeah. like yes you become regardless of her intentions or what happened she to was her, irresponsible with yeah. that strength and that beauty mm-hmm. and then she used it yes for good yes and so we made all, it into the lineage of Jesus because of that. Yeah, we all can be have a redemption story. And before we go, I would like Cecily to share her story. 
Oh, well, I mean, I just have a quick little testimony just about where I'm, I'm, I've been struggling, you know, the past few years with who I am, who I'm becoming in Christ. And, and it's been a very ugly, nasty journey. I have become a person at one point that I didn't know who I was. I, I was, um, the Bible says out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. And I was putting in the wrong things. And so I was putting out the wrong things. Mm-hmm. But I can finally say I feel like I'm in a place of joy. I'm happier than I've been in so long. And I had to, you know, deny myself and cut severed ties that I thought that I needed at one time. Mm-hmm. You know, there were things that I was using to cope that God had to take, strip me of, literally strip me of mm-hmm. in order for me to regain the joy of my salvation. And I don't know, that's just a... I think it does go hand in hand with this story. It's it like those things, like my emotions and um, your lust, your character, yeah, your, all these all things that. that I was dealing with before. God took that. He took you know those ashes, and he's he's making it into something beautiful. And so I just I'm grateful because I just see life so much more differently now. Everything's just so much more beautiful and vivid. I'm grateful. Um, so you know. Yeah. I want to share that with y'all because we can all talk about how, you know, we fall down. But the measure of a saint is how many times he gets back up. Yep. So. And Cecily and Bathsheba got up, y'all. You feel me. (laughs) They got up. We fall down. Okay. So I'm going to (laughs) pray. Cecily is not a singer. (laughs) (laughs) So, dear Heavenly Father, we thank you for our redemption. We thank you for all of our personal testimonies. And we thank you, of course, most of all for your ultimate sacrifice. I pray that all of us can put aside all of our sins and sacrifice our bodies and our minds and our hearts to be aligned with your Holy Spirit. And our wants will be aligned with your wants, God. I pray that even when we fall down, that we focus on you and we pray first and we we lean on you to redeem us because you are the redeemer lord and uh, we thank you we pray all of this in jesus name amen in jesus name amen thank you guys see you soon